Welcome to the Library Love Fest podcast. I'm Virginia Stanley. I'm Lainey Mays. And I'm Grace Catanolo. We are the library marketing team at HarperCollins Publishers. We bring librarians and great books together. The new year brings new offerings from our podcast. The first episode of the month will have book presentations, author interviews, voicemails from librarians like you, and more. And our mini episode halfway through the month features our library reads winners. Don't miss our winning author's acceptance speeches. Welcome and enjoy the show. Book Buzz, HarperCollins Book Buzz. Check it out. Book Buzz, HarperCollins Book Buzz. Brought to you by Library Love Fest. Hi, everyone. It's Lainey. Welcome back to the Library Love Fest podcast. I'm coming at you solo today for our Library Reads episode. This is an episode that we hear from the authors who made the monthly Library Reads list. It's super exciting. It's one of our favorite things to do. We love the little two-way communication between authors and librarians. It's super special for the authors to be able to talk back to librarians who voted for Library Reads. So if you're not aware, Library Reads is a monthly list of books. Out of all the books published in a month, librarians vote. The top 10 make the list. All order doesn't matter except for number one. That one does matter. That had the most votes. There's usually a bonus pick at the end. Now that's a new thing they're doing. And then there's also a Hall of Fame. After a book has made the list twice, the third time it makes it to keep that list fresh and new and have a lot of different um, titles and authors. Once you make it for the third time, you are moved to the Hall of Fame. And it's a very special honor to be included because you are much loved. You're beloved. You've made it three times to the list. But, you know, it gives everybody a chance to make it. And you're still eligible after to make the Hall of Fame um, in books that come after the one that makes it. So without any further ado, I want to tell you that we are so excited that two books have made the list this month, the list for April 2023. All right. First, we have Homecoming by Kate Morton, and then we have More Wood Family Rules by Helen K. Diamond. Both of these titles have made the top 10 list. We're so excited. Congratulations. Woohoo! Yay. This is just a, it's just so great. And we also have two Hall of Fame books. We have Alexandria Bellaflor's The Fiance Farce has put her in the Hall of Fame. And then we also have The Last Remains by Ellie Griffiths. I'm so excited. This is just so, such great news. We love getting that email telling us who made the list. And now we have Four great books that are represented on this April 2023 Library Reads list. All right. So the special part about this podcast is that we get to hear from the authors. So let's start with hearing from our two authors on the top 10 list. Let's start with Homecoming and hear from Kate Morton. Hello, this is Kate Morton, author of Homecoming, getting in touch to say how honored I am to be selected by the Librarians of America as a Library Reads pick for April. I'm especially pleased because libraries and librarians have played such an important role in my life. Growing up on Tambourine Mountain, a small misty village in the beautiful subtropical rainforest of Southeast Queensland, 
there wasn't a lot of an official nature for kids to do. One thing we did have was a council library, and some of my favourite memories are of the days Mum would take us to renew our library books. Of course, the day always started with a panic because I was not the tidiest child, and I read books in all sorts of weird and wonderful places, tucked behind the sofa, on the shed roof, in the bough of an avocado tree. For some reason, squirrelling myself away to read always made the pleasure that much greater, so there was always a bit of a mad rush to find my library books. But oh, the wonder of the Tambourine Mountain Library. To adult eyes, it was perhaps an ordinary sort of place. There was nothing objectively charming about the building. A small, single-level square of pale 1980s brick, industrial carpet and plain metal shelves. But none of that was apparent to me at the time. To my eyes, it was a wonderland. I might as well have tumbled with Alice down the rabbit hole. That smell of paper and ink and possibility. The clunk-clunk sound of the date stamp being punched decidedly at the desk. The way time disappeared as I lost myself between the stacks, sliding first this book and then that one from the shelf. And then the almost uncontainable joy of heading back out the door and down the garden path with a small pile of potential new friends clutched in my hands. My character, Jess, in Homecoming, has remarkably similar fond childhood memories of visiting the library. And why wouldn't she? Libraries are magical places, and librarians wonderful people. Book lovers, of course, but also listeners, empathisers, matchmakers responsible for connecting books to readers. I've been reflecting lately on that connection. I love to think that each time one of my books is read, no matter where, when or by whom, there occurs a meeting of minds across time and place in which a unique version of the story is created. I thank you from the bottom of my heart for helping that to happen and for everything you do in the service of promoting books and reading. I'm especially pleased that you've chosen Homecoming for the library reads list because it's a very special book for me. I started writing it at the beginning of the pandemic when I returned from London to Australia. I was thinking a lot about home and belonging and what it means to come home. And during uncertain times, the manuscript, the world of the book, became a home of sorts for me. It's very exciting then, after a period of composition even more solitary than usual, finally to be able to share it. And it's incredibly gratifying to know that you connected with Homecoming. And so, once again, my sincere thanks to the Librarians of America. It's a privilege to have a place on your shelves and a great honour to be chosen as a Library Reads pick. Until we meet again, may I take this opportunity to wish you all much happy reading. Oh, that was beautiful. Beautiful. And also such a lovely voice. I felt very soothed. Um, thank you for those kind words, Kate, and congratulations. All right, next, let's hear from our other author who made the top 10 list, More Wood Family Rules by Helen K. Diamond. Hello, this is Helen K. Diamond, author of More Wood Family Rules. 
I am so honored and grateful that Morewood has been chosen as an April Library Reads pick. This pick is extra special to me because after a few years of writing thrillers under the name of Darby Kane, Morewood Family Rules is a return to me writing as Helen K. Diamond, which happens to be my real name. While I've written under that name in the past, those books were romantic suspense and romantic thrillers. Morewood is a very different type of book. It's sort of a hybrid between romance and women's fiction, but when I describe it, I describe it as a dysfunctional family hijinks story, and who doesn't love one of those? If you saw the movie um, Ocean's 8, imagine when Sandra Bullock got out of prison, instead of going off to to rob the Met, she decided to go home and fix her con artist family. That is Morewood family rules. Jillian Morewood is fresh out of prison and ready to set her family straight, and they are absolutely not having it. Uh, Jillian is one of my favorite characters because she is flawed and practical and funny and frustrated, and doesn't that sound like all of us? I also think Jillian would love libraries. She is studious, kind of the head of the family, even though she's a reluctant head of the family. And she is someone who, like me, looks to libraries as a place not only to find great books and uh, to read and to do those kind of things, but also as a safe space, right? That's what, that's what libraries have always been to me, and that is my greatest memory of libraries, is being in junior high um, and hating junior high and going to uh, my junior high library during lunch because that that was that was a good place to be right i could i could kind of hide and <laughs> um be safe and not have to worry about the lunchtime bullying crowd and i had a great junior high school librarian who helped me and others and uh it seems to me that jillian morewood would love that because she she would need that place to go to be safe from a family that is out of control um so I really hope uh, that you all enjoy Morewood Family Rules. I am so thankful that this one is um, not only on your radar, but spotlighted this month. Uh, everything we can do to help libraries, I want to do. And if uh, some people come into the library to read Morewood, that just makes me incredibly happy. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Yes, we always want to get more people into that library. Thank you for writing the book that, you know, librarians love and they can hand out to all of those patrons coming to the library. That's what this list is great for. You know, I go into libraries myself and I see the library reads list for the month printed out and they're giving them out and it helps patrons know, you know, what are the best books that librarians have read this month? And I really do think that that, that makes an impact. They're, they're paying attention. Last, we're going to hear from Ellie Griffiths. Uh, her book, The Last Remains, put her again in the Hall of Fame, multiple Hall of Fame winner. And um, let's hear what Ellie has to say. Hi, this is Ellie Griffiths. I'm just so thrilled and honoured that The Last Remains has been chosen for the Library Reads Hall of Fame. The Last Remains is the 15th book in the Dr. Ruth Galloway series. And I've said it's the last book. 
For now, anyhow. Dr Ruth Galloway is a forensic archaeologist. And like me, she comes from a family that doesn't have very much money. So I'm pretty sure that, like me, Ruth spent quite a lot of her childhood in libraries. I can just imagine her sitting there in the South London Library, surrounded by books about archaeology and history, and maybe even the, the folklore and mythology of Norfolk, where she comes to live. I wouldn't have become a writer without libraries. I spent a lot of my childhood in libraries and it felt so wonderful, so exciting to be able to take books out. I remember you could take three books out and then it became six. And the, just the pleasure of being able to take those books home and read them. It's definitely what made me a writer. And when I was at school, the school librarian was a great influence on me and really very kind. When I was applying to universities, I was a bit daunted by the length of the reading list. And the librarian let me take some books from the school library to university with me. And I'm afraid I've still got them. So I'm very sorry, Mrs Evans, but I've never forgotten you. I love libraries so much that after I left university, I worked in a library for a while in, uh, in London. I worked in Charing Cross Library. So I know how hard you guys work. And I'm just so very honoured that you have chosen The Last Remains for the Hall of Fame. Thank you so much. That was lovely. We won't tell anyone about you keeping the books. It's it's between us. Well, us and our podcast listeners. Thank you for those kind words, Ellie, and congratulations. Congratulations to all of our winners. It It's really, truly a delight to get that email every month. And we cross our fingers. And when that book, when that email comes to us, we we get so excited. It's It's truly a fun time letting all the authors know and then we get to ask for these recordings and I think that they're just so sweet it's one of my favorite things we do so thank you for submitting congratulations to everyone and we hope to see you next month librarians you can vote for library reads on NetGalley or Edelweiss if you want to be whitelisted let us know you can get a million different reading recommendations from us on all of our different channels, but the easiest way is through our newsletter. So go to librarylovefest.com, sign up, and happy reading. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Library Love Fest podcast. For more information, go to librarylovefest.com. Enjoying the show? We would love to hear what you think. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at Library Love Fest, on Instagram and TikTok at Harper Library. And you can always give us a call and leave us a message. You might end up on the show. That number is 212-207-7773. Be sure to rate and review us and share the show with a friend. Until next time.